All right. Hi, Dad. Hi, hi. All right. So this is Chrissy Gaddy. I'm here with my dad, Stephen Gaddy. Hello, hello. Um, Dad, you were on the radio. Yes, I spent most of my life on the radio and in real estate. Uh, what radio station were you on? Uh, I was on WYSP from 74 to 79. Mm-hmm. I left there, went to WMGK. I worked for a short time at WMMR, and then I went to uh, Seattle, to KKNW. Okay. Seattle. And you said you're also in real estate. That has always been a family business. Okay. Starting when? Starting with my grandfather. My father's father was a butler for uh, a rich person that's in Delaware County whose name I can't, re- I can't remember. In any event, uh, he wanted to put his money into real estate, but it was hard for blacks to buy real estate. We were colored then. We weren't black yet. It was hard to, for uh, black, black people to buy real estate so that my grandfather's employer would buy the real estate for him. And my grandmother would uh, manage the real estate. And that's how Gatter Real Estate started. Nice. And, that was, and they bought their first house in 1911, I saw, on uh, what's that street in South Philly? Marquis Street? Uh, they lived at 15, in the 1500 block of Christian Street. 1511 Christian Street, but they and bought a house previous to that. On Marco. Marco Street, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And another house that was right behind Christian Street on Webster. On Webster Street, okay. And um, so tell us about your grandparents being in real estate when you were younger. Do you remember any of that? I remember going around with my grandmother who had a driver who had one arm and had a ball on the steering wheel so he could turn the corner with it. And he would drive her around the places that uh, it needed work, and she would choose the workman. And so my grandfather bought the property uh, under the auspices of the person he was working with, and my grandmother would go around and uh, collect rent. And collect rent. And then her children became brokers as well, yes? Yes, um, my father, Ambrose, was a broker. His sister, Edith, was a broker. Uh, Corinne, who was all my mother, my father's sister, uh, married a broker. So there were a lot of real estate people in the family. Wow. How I got into radio, I will never know. Okay, okay. <laughs> uh, and so we had, so where did, uh, what, what was the first location of Gaddy Real Estate? Was it Diamond Street? The first location of Gaddy Real Estate that I can remember was at 17th and Diamond, on the corner of 17th and Diamond. There was one prior to that that was somewhere in West Philadelphia that I can't remember. And from 17th and Diamond, they moved to the corner of, at the time, Columbia Avenue and Brevere. Which is now Cecil B. Moore. Which is now Cecil B. Moore. They bought that property, they, they bought that office uh, on the 15th of June in 1946 my birthday was the 12th of june my brother's was the 15th of june so they actually bought that on my on my brother's birthday and your brother was a broker also he had gaddy real estate on broad street yes he was in the um mm, on broad what is it 5200 block near uh somewhere near near broad and alany near broad and alany right up uh, north broad yeah north broad and grange i think it was okay and um, tell us about Progress Plaza. What, was the, what ah. was the origination of Progress Plaza? Progress Plaza was woods. 
and they blacktopped it and put stores on it, and it was very dilapidated and very run down. And so a bunch of uh, black real estate brokers got together, and they rehabbed the entire area, and stores came in, supermarkets and uh, convenience stores and things like that. But Progress Plaza was the first main plaza in North Philadelphia uh, for black folks in that area at that time. Did they have any other grocery stores too that they were allowed to go to at the time? Uh, as a matter of fact, there was a lot of stores that they weren't allowed to go to, which is why Progress Plaza was, was made, mm-hmm. uh, to have things for us to go to in our area. Uh, a long time ago, most of the businesses that were held in North Philadelphia around Progress Plaza were white-owned businesses. So uh, Progress Plaza was the first black business uh, by Reverend Leon Sullivan mm-hmm. from uh, OIC. And uh, right across the street was a building that was an old, I think, office building at one time. And that was turned into the uh, Columbia Avenue branch of the YMCA. I remember that YMCA because you sent my brother and I <laughs> to that YMCA in 1993. Culture shock. Culture shock. Yeah. Thanks, Dad. Um, <laughs> Anything I could do. Yeah. Well, I learned how to swim, so yeah. that helped. Okay, so tell us about the YMCA. The YMCA was something that they wanted. It, it wasn't a YMCA at the time. North Philadelphia did not have a YMCA. So... Um, a bunch of black brokers got together and bought the building. And one person was an architect. One person was a real estate broker, my father, Ambrose Gaddy. Another person was a developer. And so they had all these different types of specialties that got together and turned the building into the first, YMC- the first YMCA in North Philadelphia, at least for black people. And it was for, and it was for black people because we didn't have any pools or any rec centers to go to at the time, didn't we? No. There were a lot of pools in North Philadelphia, but uh, black people weren't allowed to swim in them. Do you remember not being able to go to certain pools? Not really, because I spent most of my time, uh, I I was sheltered from that by my parents. Mm -hmm. So I spent a lot of time in Mount Airy, Mm -hmm. uh, because we lived on Pelham Road, which was a, a very up and coming neighborhood for a lot of black families. I was exposed to pools that black people weren't, weren't supposed to go to, but I was sheltered from that by my parents. And so you belong to the Nile Swim Club, yes? Yes. And what is the Nile? The Nile Swim Club was a swim club that was uh, originally a white swim club that black people weren't able to go, go to, and there were a lot of black businessmen that got together and they actually bought the Nile Swim Club, and it was the only black swim club in or around Philadelphia. Uh, Yadin is just outside of Philadelphia. And so this, this uh, tends to be a trend that uh, black businessmen would come together and buy up certain areas to develop, like the golf clubs and uh, yeah, swim free, clubs and such. Fre- Freeway Golf Course in Turnerville, New Jersey, was a golf course that was, that was built by a lot of black people that were real estate brokers and lawyers and uh, funeral directors and actually black people with money. Mm-hmm. And they would get a tee-off time at like 8 o'clock at a public course. But by the time they were actually able to tee off, 
it was probably noon, one o'clock, because they allowed white golfers to go ahead of black golfers, even though the black golfers had the tea time. And so they got, um, they got annoyed with that. So they got together and they threw a straw party, bought the land that was um, the golf course over in Turnersville, New Jersey. And there was the DelVal golf course and there was the Douglas golf course. The head of the Douglas golf course was Douglas Henderson, who people know as Jocko Henderson. Okay. And he was on the radio in Philly, yes. He was on the radio in Philly. And, uh, yeah, so Jocko owned the Douglas Golf Course, and a lot of other black people owned the DelVal Golf Course. And that is how um, the golf course was made in Turnersville, New Jersey, Freeway Golf Course in Turnersville. And so you mentioned that uh, you grew up on Christian Street, yes? I was actually born at 1511 Christian. You were born in the house? I was born in the house in 1946. Very few black people were born in hospitals. They would have a midwife come to the hospital, they would come to the house, and you would be born in the house. And now if you were born in the house on the 1st of June, and they got around to registering you on the 12th of June, your birthday was the 12th of June. I was actually born on the 12th of June. There were a lot of people that um, know my brother was born in a hospital. He was born in Misericordia Hospital. Okay. But I was actually born at 1511 Christian. Okay. And from there, we moved to uh, West Philadelphia and from there, Germantown. What was Christian Street like back in the 40s? Do you remember it? The house Cr is still there. Christian Street was very, very, very much alive. The Douglas brothers, uh, who were tap dancers, lived down the street. And uh, there were a lot of uh, Mahalia Jackson lived nearby. Marion Anderson lived there, too. Marion Anderson lived by. Um, my Aunt Edith was a very good friend of Lady Sings the Blues. I, why, why oh, um, gosh. What's her name? Why the movie I, just came out. Why can't I think of her name? I can't. I know. It. Oh, this, no, is, this see, is embarrassing. I, yeah, I'm old. <laughs> I'm supposed to forget. <laughs> um... The movie just came out with, uh, okay, anyway, yes, yes okay. okay, continue. So there were, there were a lot of... It's going to um, come to me. It's going to come to me as well. There were a lot of up-and-coming black people that were uh, entertainers that lived in South Philadelphia at the time. And that's where the Jack and Jill house was, yes? Yeah, the original. Yeah, the original Jack and Jill house was on Columbia Avenue between... Uh, Billy Holiday. Billy Holiday. <laughs> What a, what a horrible thing not to remember. Exactly. My Aunt Corinne and my Aunt Edith were very, very good friends of Billie Holiday. My Aunt Gertrude lived in New York on a brown, in a brownstone. And Billie Holiday uh, got kicked out of her apartment for drug use and moved in with my Aunt Gertrude. And somewhere in the Billie Holiday movie, she was talking about Gertrude. I remember that scene. And she was talking about my Aunt Gertrude. Janine saw that movie and, and jumped yeah. when, that, uh, <laughs> yeah. when she saw that scene and they mentioned that name. It was um, my, my, my father's cousin was Gertrude. And Gertrude and Billie Holiday were very, very, very close. And then she was introduced to uh, my Aunt Corinne. And... Um, mm-hmm. I, I, somewhere there's a picture of me on Billie Holiday's lap when I was a baby. God knows what. As a matter of fact, I, I, I hate seeing that picture because I look like a little girl because they, they put me in a dress. 
Well, they put a lot of little boys in dresses. Yeah, back because then. they put boys in dresses in the forties. Why I don't know, but I have a picture of me in a dress on Billy Holiday's lap from from. Uh, so that area of which is now the Graduate Hospital area yeah. was um, an area for um, black professionals. Yes. Yes. All of the black professionals seem to congregate in one area of Philadelphia. Um, even the people that were from West Philadelphia would congregate in North Philadelphia because that's where things started. That's where Jack and Jill started. It was the Nicholas brothers who were tap dance artists. And what is Jack and Jill? Be nice. Uh, <laughs> be nice. Okay. Jack and Jill is a organization for youth of black people with money. That's the way I can put it. The mother's organization. The mother's organization. It went from it went from Jack and Jill to uh, hilltop t- to typical teens to hilltop teens, and it was a it was a club like Los Amanos with a store club that were um, specifically for for black people that were professionals that would all get together. The people that belonged to Jack and Jill, their, their parents were dentists and doctors and architects and funeral directors and real estate brokers. Um, Albert Letson and my father Ambrose Gaddy were the first two black brokers on the Philadelphia Board of Revision of Taxes way back when. Mm-hmm. And um, what was it? I th- it was a Martin Elephant? Yeah. Martin it, was, Elephant. it was Martin Elephant that was a friend of my father that when my father became a uh, senior residential appraiser, my father used to appraise a lot of houses for uh, McCarthy, who had an office at the time on Wayne Avenue, and for Martin Elephant. And uh, they, were, they were very friendly coming up. That would be in the 60s, early 70s. Okay. Are you shocked that I'm in real estate? Fourth generation? No, not really. I'm kind of shocked that, that I'm not in real estate. Right. Because, although, although... All of the time that I was in broadcasting, when I got off, I would go to the real estate office because that's where the family business was, and that's where I worked for free. And um, that's how I got into real estate, actually by proxy, because it was just the family business. By proxy, exactly. I, I tried everything else, so here I am. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, this was great. Uh, do you have anything else you want to say on the mic while we, while we got you here? Um, Nothing that I can think of, but this will not be the, the last program, so I'll have to think of things to say next time. Okay, thank you very much.